Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Man, we have got ITL tonight. It's Wednesday. It feels weird because, I mean, it. we had an off day, right? We had MLK Day off, and it's just me. It's just me in the house for a divisional weekend. We have some fun stuff happening. I, I see already we have mentioned out there, Kenny saying, wish I wasn't sick. Need to get back on ITL. Man, we miss you. We miss you. Very scarce crowd as of late, uh, but hopefully we get some more people in the audience, get some more uh, interaction, but stay here, man. Stay here. Have some fun. Interact while you can from afar. Coach Peanut from the BCMG stream team looking for that new video. I know you are. I know you are. I got it today, man. I got it. It's going to be hype. I am excited. Of course, let me do introductions. Welcome to the Into the Lab from the San Antonio studio, the Into the Lab movie studio. Uh, I'm your host, Ernest Silva. That's right. At Into the Lab Pod is where you're watching this. I mean, hopefully. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, really appreciate you. Uh, guys, we're in the playoffs. I'm still repping those Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into that game a little bit later. But my playoff record is 4-2. and two. Uh, Did not get my team's game right. Didn't get the Cardinals game right. I held those two teams way too high in advance, probably because I got to see them live. Um, but we're going to go over all that NFL playoff action. Um, but as always, right? That is not a glitch happening on your screen. That's right. No, that's not a glitch happening on your screen. Glitch with a Y. Glitchenergy.com is where you can you can use the code BCMG for 25% off today. Uh, definitely worth it. Guys, Glitch Energy has gotten so popular with a lot of different streamers and a lot of different shows. I absolutely love it. So go check it out. Glitchenergy.com with a Y. Use code BCMG. Get 25% off and give a kickback over to your favorite show, ITL, and many other shows at BCMG or Blue Collar Media Group. Today's episode is brought to you by not only Glitch Energy and Blue Collar Media Group, but also Creation Snack, where we where you can go to creationsnack.com and get those sweet blue victories. That's right, sweet blue victories, Blue Collar Media Group, get those sugary O's. This was a full pack, no longer a full pack. It's actually really, really tasty. Got that sweet and sour mix, almost like the Sour Patch uh, kids that you get at the store. Uh, so very exciting stuff happening with Blue Collar Media Group. Um, but I think the big thing that we're going to talk about first off is that Super Wildcard Weekend. It was crazy. And if you don't believe me, you should check out that action and go check out some of those highlights. Uh, we're going to start off uh, with what I think is probably my favorite headline uh, of the night, and that's going to be uh, the Dallas Cowboys game. Dallas Cowboys and, and San Francisco 49ers squared off in Dallas. Um, and this is what I believe the headline should have read. Uh, Dak Prescott thanks fans for throwing their performance at the refs, and the Cowboys do everything to lose to the 49ers. Uh, if you didn't 
catch the headline that happened. Um, that is correct. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys lost in a probably what would be called the stinker for them of the postseason. Uh, really did look like the more talented team, um, but didn't play like it. And I do blame the coaching staff a little bit for, for that performance, but mostly on the shoulders of what you would think would be your franchise quarterback and Dak Prescott. Um, and when I say throwing your performance, it's because the performance was absolute garbage for three quarters. Um, and he was uh, not plotting, but he didn't throw down uh, any sort of negative connotation towards the fans for throwing trash at the referees when the game ended. Um, if you missed it, I'd be surprised. You wouldn't be probably watching this show if you did. Um, the Dallas Cowboys played absolutely terrible, going in with a deficit of 23-7 to in the fourth quarter and then tried to make a comeback, had a turnover help, sparked the offense, um, some questionable officiating things happen. I don't want to get too much into that. That's not the reason they lost. The Dallas Cowboys didn't play well. CeeDee Lamb had three catches, but two were called back on penalties, so really only had one catch. That's really, I think, the highlight of why uh, Dallas lost is that offense was not playing the way it needed to. The defense stepped up after giving up the 23rd point, didn't allow San Francisco to score the final 23 minutes, um, which is super ironic. So. If you had to take it all in all, uh, the team is very promising, uh, but the coaching staff was a big letdown for this game. And uh, if you didn't catch it already, Jerry Jones did cancel his spot in the morning radio show that he usually has. And uh, in, in usual circumstance, that does not mean good things uh, for Dallas Cowboy coaches. So we should be looking at changes in Dallas. But congratulations to the 49ers. I do have a tribute to you in just a bit. San Francisco, uh, kudos to you. You came in. You took care of business. You left with some swag. Now we're going to see what that looks like against Green Bay momentarily. Let's go to our second headline. Tom had his very own Philly special. I I, I can't say it any better. Tom Brady uh, played like vintage Tom Brady. The Eagles are just absolutely bad. And uh, now there's a lot of questions in Philly. Shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers took care of business. Tom Brady uh, caught his own pass to get, get a little kudos out there for when he lost the Super Bowl. And uh, which Steve would probably chime in and say was a an illegal shift. Um, and I hear some stuff happening in the background, so I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Uh, but Tom Brady uh, takes care of business and Philadelphia goes down. Uh, Kenny was in the comments. He has joined us here on ITL. Maybe he feels bad for me, but he he's here. Kenny, how you feeling, bud? I don't feel great, but but I figured I had to make an appearance. I couldn't let you roll solo tonight, especially if you're talking about Tom's very own Philly special. But uh, I figured you might be fishing for content with that one. So, I mean, it, it was funny to see him post the, the video of him making the catch on the sidelines, which, by the way, he does not have great hands. He still almost dropped that ball. So that is happy true. to be here. That is true. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was watching the game and I, I'm glad he reposted it because it made me laugh. It gave me a little something to laugh at as a Cowboys fan from the weekend. Uh, I could actually uh, enjoy something. I really appreciate you wearing the hat. You didn't have to do that for my sake, uh, but but I do appreciate Kenny. Uh, let's talk about probably what everybody's talking about, right? And, and it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals wings get clipped. Fifth largest loss in NFL playoff history, um, period. I personally thought this was going to be the game of the weekend and Arizona looked like, I mean, trash. They looked bad. They looked really bad. If I, I wish they would have played first, then I would have changed my pick to the 49ers knowing how close and how bad Dallas played against them. Uh, but what are your thoughts on, on Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray had probably the worst game of his career. 
Yeah, he didn't have a great game at all. I, I mean, the offense just hasn't been the same since DeAndre Hopkins went down. Let's be honest. Like, the running backs have been good. They tried to integrate Zach Ertz, like, midseason, and he looked good at times. He also disappeared at times. But when you're relying on Christian Kirk and A.J. Green to be your weapons, I mean, yeah, Kyler didn't play great, but he he re- leans heavily on DeAndre. That's the thing. He's He's targeting him 12 times a game, so... When that's gone, what do you do? And and I think he struggled. I just think this Rams team, they there was a lot more pressure on them to win that football game because Arizona, we assume moving forward, well, they have Kyler Murray and they've got, you know, so yeah, they had some one-year deals, but but they'll be back with him. Whereas the Rams, they basically gave up their entire future. So if they lose that football game, then they're in trouble. And the fact that Cup didn't even have a good game, it was a lot of Odell. It was a lot of the running backs. Getting Cam Akers back late in the year was huge for them. They'd been missing him all year, and people forget that. Like, Daryl Henderson's fine, but he's not Cam Akers. So, right. I mean, I, I'm excited for this weekend's game now. I think what is going to be actually the game of the week for me is going to be that Rams and Bucks game. Yeah, that might be the game of the playoffs, to be completely honest. Uh, very intriguing. Both teams clicking, both teams. I mean, playoff Brady against this Rams team that just has talent all over the place. It's going to be fun. Um, I I was very disappointed. I was so disappointed with how Kyler Murray was playing and Cliff's lack of, of being ready for this Rams team that I think by halftime, I was just like, done. Like, what's the point now? I'm just going to go ahead and watch Gladiators. Tommy Boy reference for anybody who gets that. Uh, yeah, you want this or Gladiators? Yeah. Uh, Coach Peanut says uh, that sweet blue victory is so good. You're you're not lying. I love that candy and and Rams taking the Bucks. So so we haven't gotten to pick them yet, Coach. But I'm I I, I am uh, I am intrigued by that. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm sure uh, uh, Denny somewhere is smiling uh, <laughs> off that win after all the shit we were talking. All right, let's go to the next big headline from this past weekend. Uh, and and it, it's really kind of a question. Was anybody really worried about Kansas City? I, I I don't think so. I don't think that this was a game I had said on here. I hope that Big Ben gets a 7-0 lead and he feels good at one point. He got the lead. He just did. The defense scored it. So that sucks. But he had the lead in the second quarter and there it went. Like it was gone in like a snap. It was like Kansas City waited for Big Ben to feel comfortable and then took off. Kenny, I, I watch Kansas City. They're not as strong, in my opinion, as they have been in years past, but they've been on a roll, and they look like they're the team to beat in the AFC. What do you feel about that win in Kansas City? It doesn't move any needle for you at all. I think we became prisoners of the moment early in the year, and, I mean, we should have at the time because when you look at it, they were, what, like 2-4 and four or 3-4, and four, something around there yeah, two and four. out of the gate. So so there was cause for concern. Now, some of those losses were to teams like the Bills and the Titans, both of which we could see them play. Well, we're going to see one for sure, potentially yeah. two moving forward. So, yeah, Kansas City hasn't been the same. I, I don't know what the issue is because – it's the same cast on offense. Like you still have Kelsey, you still have Hill. He's trying to implement like Pringle on some plays and Hardman. I actually think them losing Sammy Watkins is a bit of a loss because he was a lot of their receivers do the same thing, which is air it out. And Sammy Watkins was that nice stable presence of, Hey, we're third and six. Someone go get us an eight yard catch. If Kelsey isn't open. And so I, I think that they miss a piece like that on the offensive side. The defense has been okay as well. I haven't seen them really been challenged over the last few weeks, and they're going to be on Sunday. I mean, to me, the team that wins that game is going to be heading to the Super Bowl. So 
I, I, I'm excited to see Josh Allen. I'm excited to see Mahomes. I mean, we saw it earlier in the year and last year in the playoffs. Both times the team won, they scored 38 points. So expect a high-scoring game in, in this game, and I think it's going to be a ton of fun to watch. Boy, I wish we could swap two threes. I wish we could see like a, a Brady-Bills matchup in the semis and, and a Chiefs-Rams. Just that star power would be nuts, like just to see it. Just give us a one-off here, NFL. Um, but but yeah, that, we're going to talk about that game in a minute. But I'm very excited about Bills-Chiefs. Very, very excited. Um, let's, let's, let's go to this last headline I wanted to bring up. Uh, Belichick blow it on the wrong end. That... That should be like the the satirical headline, and and luckily, and and oh God God forbid I spelled Belichick's name I might have, but uh, look, uh, New England, uh, they were bad. I mean that was just a terrible game, and and you know Steve left chats and Steve was upset, um, and and all all right to it, right? Like to get beat like that in a in a divisional game the third time you play, uh, that's very tough to watch. Um, Kenny, I'm going to ask you right here, right? New England, most New England fans are not worried. Like they're they're saying, "Hey, we we should have we shouldn't have even made the playoffs. We made the playoffs. We were great." What is your take on Mac Jones? Do you like Mac Jones? Like, is he? Do you see him being a top sixteen quarter, a top half quarterback, top ten quarterback in the future? I do, and, and I'll be honest. Like, I understand why Steve was upset. No one gets trolled more than he does on this show about it, and and we saw what happened with that. Uh, kind of offline. But I mean, let's be honest, New England had a good season. I thought they had a shot at the wild card this year. I wasn't sure if they were going to get it done, especially when they were debating between Cam and Mac in training camp. They let Cam go. Mac gets the start. But what people I think forget is like, who's he been throwing to all year? Right. Like, like his his best weapon is Kendrick Bourne, maybe Hunter Henry for the touchdown aspect. But if we're talking about pure yards, he doesn't have a Calvin Ridley. Oh, it, did I just drop that name as a potential target? <laughs> for but he doesn't have a Devonte Adams. He doesn't have a Tyree kill. He doesn't have a Cooper cup. So this year, I, I think it was a growing year for him. I think he's going to get better next year. I think they are going to go out and add a weapon or two at the receiver position. They went and got some tight ends, which was huge because I think the tight ends helped them win the run game. And then it also gave them a little bit of, of weaponry in the passing game. But I, I do think New England's going to be fine. I think Mac Jones, I don't know if he's the best QB in this draft yet. Like, like the thing is, we, we look at year one and we automatically assume, well, Mac Mac won the most games, so he's the best QB. I want to see how some of these other QBs get some new coaches in, see, see if it's like Trevor Lawrence. We were talking about him as like the next Andrew Luck. Okay, well, is it the Urban Meyer situation ruined everything for him or is it something else? Justin right. Fields has Matt Nagy, which... I don't wish that on any player in the NFL. So the fact that he had to go through him now, let's see who they bring in as a coach as well. And, you know, Trey Lance, we'll see whether they're going to part ways with Jimmy G could depend on how things go this weekend, as far as True. San Francisco goes. So I'm not ready to say that like Mac Jones, isn't going to be a top 16 QB. I think he played like a top 16 QB this year. I do. There were a lot of guys that had down years. There were some injuries and whatnot, but he played like a top 16 quarterback this year, probably closer to top 12. And so let's see what New England does next year. They have the best coach in the NFL still, Bill Belichick. Remember when people were talking real wild in the offseason like he wasn't that good of a coach anymore? And it's like, 
well, he just led them to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. So let's maybe pump the brakes on that. And also started two and four. We forget that, that they had a losing record just like. And won quality games. Like, like they right. beat quality opponents all year long. And and that that's something that you, you have to hang your hat on. The fact that you beat the Chargers. I know they're not in the playoffs, but they were a team at the time where we laughed at Steve when he took the Chargers or when he took New England to beat the Chargers. Yep. That, of course, came back to bite us. They almost <laughs> beat Dallas. They almost beat Tampa. Like, like they played some yeah. very close games, even in their losses, just because they don't win the divisional crown because Buffalo has a more ready QB now doesn't mean that they're not going to be a good team moving forward. I mean, give me Calvin Ridley, Josh Gordon. Let's just run it back, right? Let's just see what happens. <laughs> how many more locations do we have Josh Gordon heading to? I mean, I mean, it depends how many times he gets reinstated. So so we'll have That's to true. see Antonio Brown back to New England. I know Steve will love to hear that because everyone else loves to That's say that. That's a big that, three but, by oh itself right there. That's a that's a new triplets right there. If this was uh, 2014, I'd be stoked. <laughs> I'm gonna do a correction on that on that headline though that, that Kenny was saying. He didn't mention Davis Mills, and I don't know why, because Davis Mills was yeah. probably he, you know what? Houston actually, they might have something with Davis Mills. The fact I that agree. he played as well as he did and given to Deshaun, to me, part ways with Deshaun. Like, like, don't even get wrapped up in everything that's going on. If a team comes to you and says, I'm giving you three first rounders, there you take go. It. Take it, yeah. take it and run. Here's here's the thing though, right? Like the rumors of Brian Flotis at Houston being one of the when being one of the candidates and Heinz Ward as well. Those are two big names, but Brian Flotis is in love with Deshaun Watson. He wanted yeah. him in Miami. He he wanted he he said he was the best quarterback he'd seen since, you know, Joe Montana. And so uh, you know, that's his guy. So I think if Brian's a higher than Houston's trying to lead back to a Deshaun re or Deshaun rising, um, especially with the legal news stating that it's probably going to be a class A misdemeanor for everything. And that's that's kind of a slap which, on the which wrist. Is insane. And, which is insane and that that is blows my mind. America. Uh, but We'll have to see what Houston does. Houston usually blows it when it comes to uh, uh, these kind of situations. But let's go. I thought I had my last headline, but I'm just going to briefly touch this. Bengals gear stays in fourth. And the reason I like this headline is because we didn't have to see the Cincinnati Bengals take a fifth gear, in my opinion. I felt they they, they kind of ran the par of how they ran all year. I need to see the next playoff gear for the Bengals, and they're going to need it against Tennessee. Um, so let's see if they can make that next shift up. And if that offense and defense can stay hot, um, Coach Penis says nobody's giving up three first rounders. Uh, I I I agree. I I don't see it happening, but we would that's be only lucky. because of what we've heard of like what right. what the asking price was to clarify. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. And and you know how the McNairs work; they suck. So, uh, yeah. So Bengals stay for uh, Kenny. I was impressed with Cincinnati. I'm glad they kept going and just looked at the usual Cincinnati team against Las Vegas, who with a lot of heart, you know, pushed them a little. But it, obviously, since he was too much, uh, did you see anything else in this game that kind of says since he's a, a Super Bowl threat compared to others. Before we get into Cincy, I want to say like a massive shout out to Derek Carr for the year that he had with everything that was hanging over this Raiders organization this year with the Gruden situation, with the rug situation, and for him to go out and win games, get to the playoffs, knock out the Chargers to get there, and then put up a really good fight against a Bengals team that was coming and rolling. I mean, shout out to him and that defense as well. They played pretty well all year. When I look at Cincy, I mean, I give them a fighting chance against Tennessee on the offensive side. I just don't know if they can slow down Derrick Henry. I really right. don't. I think getting him back at 100%, like, and that defensive line is banged up for Cincy. Like, it feels like injuries hit them at the wrong time. You give them a fully healthy D-line, and I might give them a fighting chance. But 
I do think that they're going to go into Tennessee, a veteran team filled with veteran players that have been in the playoffs, won playoff games. It's going to be in tough environment to win in, and I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off, but they're still like years ahead of schedule. Let's not forget, we all thought that they were winning six games this year. So Burrow's just proven how great he is with Chase and with Higgins. We'll see what they do with Boyd, Mixon playing well. Defense, you go and draft some defense, maybe bring in a free agent or two. Run it back next year, especially with your division being in the utter ruin that it is right now. I think that they're in a great situation moving forward. Yeah, and and not to mention, you know, the fantasy uprising of Josh Jacobs came back end of the year. I know it took a Kenyon Drake injury, but his resurgent was great. And he looked fantastic in that game. I mean, he was running the ball hard and and just big kudos to the Raiders. But again, I, I want to see the next gear. Uh, guys, we have the new BCMG stream team videos. Some of you are sticking around. Some of you don't even give a crap. We are going to play that right now before we go into a live look at some stream at, a, at one of our newest streamers going live right now. But let's run that new video. And uh, Mark, shout out to you. Enjoy. And then you can access your stream deck with your mind. <laughs> Dim our key lights, bro. Connect to your stream deck via catheter. <laughs> oh, yo, clip that. Clip that headshot. On the ladder. You got both of them. One more now. Finish up. Finish him. Yo, no fucking way. Let's go. Yo, that guy in the heli. He was all the way across the map. <laughs> I think they've shut the door on these people. <laughs> Big shout out to Mark. Mark it, at its rated Merc, Merc is where you find him. Uh, guys, you might have seen her name flash on there. That's right. Mama Bear is who we're going to go do a live look in. Let's go check it out. We're going to do a couple of minutes just to check out what the stream team actually does and what they do. So coming into that, let's go check it out right now. Uh, there she is. Into Mama Bear. Fortnite. They're going to do a live look in. What's that mean? So we oh, are no. part of, um, with Blue Collar Media Group. Yeah, looks looks like 
And looks like Apex. They, um, one of Ernest, the when's the last time you played Apex? There, they host this Into the Lab uh, podcast. Gosh, so it's maybe a sports podcast. Six months ago. What's up, Labsters? Yeah. There you Let's go. go. Labster shout Welcome. out live. This is I hope the, you guys are the having a wonderful day. Welcome, Labsters. What about you, Kenny? We are I played Apex probably Apex. like three months ago, and, and then I got back into once once Caldera dropped, then I kind of switched back. But I've, I've been gaming a lot more as of Chase's late. First game, pleasure pack. I I I tune um, into Mama is, Bear. Uh, just like a bonus pack that you can get every day. Um, Twice. I can already tell she's so much better than me because her movement. Like I, I move around like a bot. Like I I'm so bad at movement. Like I I just run around like just super uh, innocent. <laughs> I hope you guys are all doing well. Bolt's a good gun. It's an energy wrong, weapon. Kenny. So it breaks down their yeah, I'm gonna tag you faster. in here too. I can't pick it up. Oh, just kidding. Facebook swap. Yeah. Just kidding. All right, labsters. So I am calling. Unfortunately, a Bucks Super Bowl. Whoa! Dunk. Whoa! Breaking your mama Another Bucks dunk. She's choosing the I'm Bucks feeling. to win it all. I want the Rams to win just because I Yo. want Matt Stafford Same. to like, get himself a freaking ring. Well, I mean that makes more sense. He's a Texas quarterback. Oh don't die! Don't die! <laughs> I know. Don't die. I want Stafford to win a ring so bad, but. I just feel like Tom Brady is such a goat that, like, I don't know. I want Stafford to get a ring. I do. I being do a Lions well. fan, <laughs> she just Lions lost fan, all credit. He never said coach a chance. Coach, coach, come on, coach. So now I feel like now. he has the opportunity. So I really hope that he gets it. But I feel like the Bucks are just unstoppable with Tom Brady. I can throw the store whenever you're ready. Kenneth Cottrell and I tuning in via Into the Lab. Don't die. <laughs> I will try not to die. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Mama Bear is, okay, is top Instagram. five player in the world for Apex. For is that uh, verified? So, not at all, but I'm about to tell her we told everybody so she can't <laughs> die. Nice. Glad I got yeah. to tune in live on Into the Lab. Yeah, I watching your movement, you, I'm just I I'm so bad in. in comparison. That's hilarious. Um, I'm gonna take that blue backpack so I can carry more Remember crap. You okay. I've got your back. Um, oh. <laughs> Top Don't five player in the world. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, exactly. There we go. We got confirmation. Player in the world. Is, in. Yes, I am. There you go. You have you, that is verified. Hey. Uh, Whoa, she's tweeting it right now. Uh, guys, this is Mama Bear one nine two zero. Go check her out on like... Facebook. We're gonna feature streamer every week as long as they are live. So we try to get TC Rex tonight. If we have another streamer go live on Twitch, we'll check it out. Maybe Coach one of these days will be on again. I'd like to bring the stream team on, but that is what they do. I am absolutely excited uh, about the stream team. They've come so far and what they've been doing. Um, go check them out. Facebook gaming as well as Twitch. Uh, tons of great content, great creators. And uh, just a shout out since he's in the comments. And I see uh, Ashley was in here saying, let's go. I appreciate that. Uh, Coach Peanut, www.twitch.tv slash Coach Peanut. You can check him out as well. Uh, fantastic content. I just did a Fortnite 
event with coach. Um, I was terrible. Did Rocket League event with him too. I was terrible again. I I, I just I don't even know why. I thought I, I saw you on Rocket League, and I was like, what What are you up to? Like it was it, it was a, something. A BCMG stream team night, and I went on there, and I was garbage. Coach told me I wasn't, but I, other than me blowing up vehicles, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I I, 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 I resort to that as well. I, I'm not a good. Like, I, I don't know how to float and do the, I don't know. How in the world do you get up high to hit the ball? Like, I try to jump and my thing just spins. <laughs> like, what the hell is happening? I don't I don't know. I, I guess it's just, I'll just stick to sports. I'll just stick to sports. Uh, normally not on during this time, unfortunately. That's okay, coach. We'll get you another day. And you did. No, there you go. You're trying, you're trying just to make me feel good. I appreciate that. I know, I know it wasn't very good. Uh, all right. NFL pick them. That's what we do here on ITL. Uh, Kenny and I usually part of the leadership pack that runs the ATL pick'em, but let, let's just jump right into it. We start off the weekend with a great matchup, the young guns versus the established runs. That's right. The Tennessee Titans, the number one seed who come off the bye, minus three and a half, three and a half point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals at home. Um, we see the return of Derrick Henry. We get arrested, um, AJ Brown and, uh, Julio Jones, uh, Gonna be could be an offensive juggernaut here, but I'm I'm gonna start this one off with Kenny. Kenny, you can start off this first AFC matchup. Who do you have in this game, and who are you liking? I really do like the Titans to win this one. Like I was listening to Pat McAfee's show the other day, and they had on Kay Adams, and she even said Tennessee is the least talked about team in the NFL this year. Like like they really are. As as soon as Derrick Henry went down, everyone's like, all right, well Tennessee's gonna be no good anymore. Well, here they are as the one seed with Derrick Henry back. And they're going to be at home taking on a Bengals team that is on fire. Let's let's be clear that they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I just don't think that defensively they're going to be able to slow down Henry. I know I alluded to that earlier, but I mean, actually to be honest from a betting perspective, like the over/under is 47 in this game, which I think is pretty low. Like like I think that we're looking at 31 27 type range like i think it's going to be a very high scoring game i don't think the titans defense is anything special either i just think when one offense relies so heavily on the passing game and one can kill the clock with the running game i tend to favor tennessee so i'm going to take tennessee to win i'm also going to take them to cover but barely i mean three and a half that's such an awful line when it comes to the betting side because you really wish you could get it down to minus three because minus three, you feel comfortable of like, well, if they went on the last second field goal, that then I push at least. But yeah, I'm going to roll with the Titans this week. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay, okay. I'm going to roll with the Bengals. Here's why. Think Cincy is a team that can get one or two turnovers. I think it, whether it's an interception, whether it's on special teams, whatever it may be. And that to me will be a factor in this game. Tennessee is not something to write home about, about uh, when it comes to defense so i think it's going to be a shoot i'm with you right i have 34 31 Bengals, so i give an extra touchdown to the Bengals. whether it comes from defense or special teams i think there's an extra score to go on this offense i'm going to take the hot team Bengals win this game they win it close but i'm driving money line on my bets for the Bengals. I, there's always a team in the nfl that's a lower seed that makes a run up yeah i think it's them I think it's them this year in a weaker top AFC uh, top type of role where NFC is really just top heavy. So gonna roll Bengals money line. 
I'm not going to say a Joe Mixon game because I always say it's a Joe Mixon game, so I'll just stay away from that. I'll just say Burrow's going to be the talk of the offseason about how good Cincy is and how ahead of the time they are. And I think we're going to start talking way too early about how good the Bengals are, and then we're going to we're going to be three years down the line. They still haven't won a ship or something. What, what, like what's that. so crazy about them is that like Burrow still takes a ton of sacks. Like that was the whole that was the whole reason at the draft of can't believe Cincy drafted Chase over Penny Sewell, both of which turned out great this year for for different reasons, obviously. But yeah, you look at this Bengals team and like they still give up a ton of sacks. Like it's still not a great O line, but they find a way, and it's. They, they have to have a top five team in the NFL as far as weapon goes, if not top three. Because when you're talking about top five running back this year, Chase was a top five receiver this year. Higgins, Boyd, like, like there's just so many ways. Uzama has come from out of nowhere to be like a very good tight end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a team with a ton of weapons. Tannehill can go out and throw a pick or two. Like, like he really can. And, and I think as long as they stick to the game plan of – hey, Derek, here's 30 carries, then I think they're going to be fine. But you go down early to Cincy, I don't know if they can play catch-up against them. They, they don't have the team that's built to do it, and I think it's similar to what we saw with New England last week. New England fell behind 14 nothing, and I think most people assumed this game is over because they don't have the ability to throw the football to get themselves back into it. I question that with Tannehill a bit because when he has A.J. Brown, it's great. Julio hasn't looked great this year, though, so it hasn't been the one-two punch that we thought it was going to be. Yeah, and and not to mention also, you know, with this game, and if you're a betting person, you're watching it, right? But, like, karma's a huge thing, right? So the fact that you bench a Texas running back like Deontay Foreman for Derrick Henry just blows my mind. Ride the hot hand into the playoffs, Tennessee. What are you doing? What are you doing? Deontay Foreman is a legend. Did, was he a Longhorn? I had no he idea. Was. Yeah, he was a Longhorn. <laughs> These are fun facts I learned on ITL. Uh, just because I forgot, and we'll just run it. Uh, Tennessee, shout out to you. I want to make sure this is probably going to be your last playoff hit, so why not? There you go, Tennessee. Hopefully it's not for your fans' sake, but I'm just going to go ahead and call and say hip-hop Bengals win. All right, uh, that takes us to the game uh, Saturday night, which a lot of people probably fan-based-wise will be watching. might be the highest-viewed game, but it's going to be Green Bay against San Francisco. Uh, let's roll the tape, and because they beat our beloved Cowboys, I'll give San Fran the vid. That's right, number one seed, Green Bay Packers, minus six. Six-point favorites against the six-seeded San Francisco 49ers. There's a lot of analysis we get into. The first big thing, though, is that 49ers will be probably without their defensive studs on the line, which is a huge factor for this game. You give you give Rodgers time, that that's that's it's it, game over. Um, Green Bay going to be healthy, going to come off that bye with a lot of health. They only have three people, two due to covid uh, right now in jeopardy of missing this game. Uh, Green Bay seems to have everything going for them, even at home. It's not the NFC Championship. Let's remember that. Um, so 
I'll start this one off. I am taking Green Bay to win and probably win handedly in this game. I don't think it's a blowout by any means. I think Debo and team keep it close. Matter of fact, San Francisco may look better than them in the first couple quarters because they won't be rusty. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Packers to win and cover this game. Uh, somebody, we got some comments coming in. All right, let's see what we got here. Kurt Jacobs says six seems low. I agree. That's that's a little vague. I, I I thought maybe six and a half, seven to maybe draw that push from many betters. Um, but but Vegas has it a little bit closer than usual. Um, still rolling Packers, Kenny. Yeah, I think the line was at five and a half. They've moved it a half point. I think it it will balloon up, especially if Warner for sure is out and Bosa for sure is out. I'm assuming both of them aren't playing, but. Warner, his, his it appeared to be an ankle issue, so you never know. He might try and get it out to to have him play. This one concerns me as like a backdoor cover one where I, I think True. the game's not going to be in doubt. Like I think Green Bay is going to be up 31 to 20 with like two minutes left. They maybe go down and score a touchdown, try to onside kick, and Green Bay recovers, and then the game's over. So I think Green Bay does win. I've been on record saying that I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, maybe that's just my fiance in my ear about it and my brother-in-law in my ear about it, and my sister in my ear about it. But I mean, they're getting healthy at the right time. Like they just got Bakhtiari back. They're getting Smith back on defense. Like it, it feels like things are, are lining up for them to make a run at a Super Bowl this year. Now we say that every year because then they go to the NFC championship and then something happens and then they lose. So the reverse I'm, Debo. Not, I'm not too worried about this game. Like I think Debo is going to play a factor. I think Kittle needs to be more involved in the passing game than he was last week. Cause like he really didn't do anything in the passing game. Now, part of that is they were just trying to run the football and Kittle's probably the best blocking tight end in the league as well. So I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think. I actually am hoping that the line keeps moving because, because I'd love to get it at like a plus seven or plus seven and a half, but but we'll have to see it as the week goes on. But yeah, I do think Green Bay is going to win the game. I just don't have faith in Jimmy G either. I know that he played okay last week, but I think it was more so handing the ball off to Debo and Mitchell and getting out of the way. Yeah, I, I just don't think San Francisco has the firepower to keep up with Green Bay for four quarters. And then I don't think there's enough that the defense can do without a healthy D-line. Uh, to stop Aaron Rodgers. I think um, we question it at halftime. Like, I think we're going to be in like a 14-10 game and we're like, man, Green Bay's just not pulling away. And maybe right. San Fran scores to take the lead and we're like, oh my God, like, are they actually going to do this? Then Green Bay will settle in late in the game at Lambeau and, and they'll figure it out. But yeah, I just think there's too many things working against San Fran. Uh, Smashly Gaming in, in the comment section, what, we'll part of the BCMG stream team uh, and Kurt also part of that part of the part of the party here um both talking say wish i could send stars i appreciate the love guys but she says i think the cowboys should play for a loser oh. super bowl i i feel that that hurts my heart there a little bit i i'm i'm with that matter of fact okay i, I might have missed it did you touch on dallas at the start uh, we 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 haven't talked deep into dallas i was i was avoiding it but we can since we're here Okay. Let's, let's, let's jump into it. Oh, oh, with the Dallas headline. Yes, you missed the Dallas headline. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's finish the games and then at the end finish it with Dallas because I do have a couple of concerns about the the overall game I'm, and moving forward. And we could talk about that forever. So let let's save that for the end because we are going to go over Baby yeah. Bowl after we do our picks. Let's talk a little bit. Yeah, we could talk Browns too, Coach. We'll talk Browns a little bit too. I, I got some questions oh going God. on there. Let's take our talents to what everybody's all hyped about, Tampa Bay, where the Buccaneers face off against those Rams. 
I forgot to mention, Smash League Gaming is also a Cowboys fan, so she understands that we just want to win something. Kurt's in there. Kurt says, you guys just want to win something. It's absolutely true, man. Give us give us some wins here. Just give I us mean, the Jerry Bowl. Just, make it, just I, make it like the game before the Pro Bowl that the Cowboys get to pick their opponent and just go and have a game. Can we just have a mid-season tournament like the NBA is trying to and then give the Cowboys those wins? We seem to play really well in October, November. Except we'll stack the deck. It'll be like a four-team tournament of like Dallas, Jacksonville, Detroit, and the Jets. And then we come out on top. That that might be the only way we ever see a championship. Actually, we'll probably lose. All right, let's talk about the (laughs) Buccaneers. (laughs) Yes. Bucks, the number one seed. I'm sorry, Bucks are not the number one seed. We'll we'll scratch that. Bucks are the two seed for this game. Rams are not the four seed. They're the... Oh, yeah, they are the four seed. All right, so Buccaneers, three-point favorites at home. Tom Brady, playoff. Tom Brady is back. Antonio Brown, who? Chris Godwin, who? We don't need any of these guys. Just put people on the field. Tom Brady apparently gets it done. Uh, vintage Gronk on a couple of series there uh, this last weekend. And you have the Los Angeles Rams, who look fantastic right now. Uh, Eric Weddle back in the mix. That was interesting. Um, very excited to see these two teams go at it. Um, nobody's talking about it, but... Uh, Nadamikin Sue makes his his return in this in this game, uh, full one hundred percent healthy and and playing against a team that he's very familiar with. Um, Kenny, I started the last one, so you're up on this one. How do you see this Bucks Rams matchup? I think the Rams win the game, and I know that everyone's going to be like, "You're really going to bet against Tom." And you know what? I was an idiot. I bet against Tom with the Eagles spread last week, even sprinkled a little bit on the money line, but. When I look at the matchup, like if we're coming in with AB and Godwin, this is a completely different story for me. But Ramsey's going to cover Evans. And then, then what? Like, like who, who's it going to be after that? Because, I mean, let's face it, they got out to a big lead and then they just coasted after that against the Eagles, who, by the way, were, I think it was 0 7 against team of, teams above 500 this year. So, you know, that's not a great look for them. But, yeah, I'm I'm concerned about this game for Tampa Bay because while I think they can slow down the running game, I don't know if they have the secondary to slow down Cup and and Odell and and Higby. Like the the X factor in this game is Matt Stafford. Does Matt Stafford throw a couple picks and throw them out of it, or does he play like he did on Monday night? And let's also keep in mind they are on a short week, so that's going to be tougher. And it's why I hated the idea of having a Monday night game for the playoffs. I think it gives a team a distinct advantage when you do that, but I digress. So I, I do think that the Rams win um, at minimum. I would take Rams plus three because I think if they lose the game, it's a last second field goal. So I'm going to take the Rams to win and, and then obviously cover. Death taxes. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady in the playoffs. I am taking Tom Brady to win this game and win it. Very close. So I, I'm not. I am not confident in the Bucks. Uh, I, I. It's hard for me to bet against Matt Stafford. I mean, Texas quarterback product. I mean, how how am I Austin Westlake? Pro, I mean, what am I supposed to do here? Right. I. I, I want to see it. You're in a tough uh, spot. I get I'm it. In a very tough spot here. Mike Evans um, went to A and M. Like I mean, I don't want to recommend something bad to everybody. It. My heart says. Go pound a parlay of Bengals Rams this week and let that ride, right? And then put it into an NFT. But what I what I would what I would partially say here is that uh, the Bucks secondary is not the strongest in the world. Um, you will see a lot of yards from Matt Stafford. He may have a 400 yard game, um, but I don't think the Bucks 
are going to be able to uh, just step aside and let the Rams win, especially in Tampa Bay uh, or Tampa Bay, what I like to say there. Um, Kurt says, it's odd. The Rams, I feel, are a better team overall, but you can't count Brady out ever. I mean, that's really the stat. That's my yeah. conflict right now. And if Steve was here, he'd be saying, Ernest, you just don't count out against Tom Brady. He's just going to win. He's going to get to the MC Championship. We've been waiting for a Rodgers-Brady match. I mean, that that's really what it's been leading up to this year. Um, and I and I really want to see that. Uh, my heart says Rams, guys, Rams money line. I'm going Bucks to win and cover in this game. I do think uh, they end up winning by five or six. Um, three to me was still low. To my in my opinion, I think the Bucks should be favored by by quite a bit. Um, but maybe that shellacking of the Cardinals uh, turns the page for most um, guys. If you haven't already, uh, like, follow, uh, retweet, do everything you can, spread the news. ITL is live, uh, coming at you, Kenny Cottero from the Shooter Shoot Podcast. As, as you you know where you're at, you're at the Into the Lab Pod. Let's talk about this last pick'em game, which is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a really really fun game to watch. Um, so let's take our talents over to the wonderful city of Kansas City. Oh, you caught me eating my sweet blue victories. That's right. The sweet blue victory, blue collar, made a good creation snack.com. Go check it out. You can get the official BCMG candy line. The candy line is called Sweet Blue Victory. Check that out. Creationsnack.com. Use the code BCMG. It goes back to shows like Into the Lab Podcast as well as Smashly Gaming and Coach Peanut who are on here, streamers, part of the BCMG stream team. Go check out creationsnack.com tonight. Use code BCMG for 10% off. All right. The last game is Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs, the two seed in the AUC came off a shellacking of the Pittsburgh Steelers, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against those Buffalo Bills who put on their own show last week. Two teams, very powerful offenses, very streaky at times, have had their down points in the year. A huge matchup, which I have called, is going to be the game of the NFL playoffs to watch in its entirety. This is the game. There's going to be a lot of fireworks. I'm going to start this off here. You don't really bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I've already called one or two upsets this week. I'm taking Kansas City to win this game and cover. I'm taking Kansas City to win this game and cover. You thought I was going Buffalo. You thought I was going Buffalo. I do think it's going to be a great game. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo is winning in the fourth quarter. But Kansas City and Andy Reid in the playoffs do beautiful magic. They have wonderful uh, orchestration of, of clock management and 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 how they orchestrate the game. If, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire plays in this game, just add another firepower to that Chiefs offense. Um, very tough to stop in the red zone, eight, shooting 80%. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs to win and cover in this game. Although the Bills have had a really good season, I think they just played a, a team for the third time, know that team, and that's why they look so dominant. Um, it's going to come back and a little bit more to earth towards the median, and we're going to see the Chiefs uh, run away with this in the end. So taking the Chiefs to win this game, it is going to be close, but I don't, I don't think it's two and a half close. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win and cover. Kenny? I'm rolling with Kansas City as well because it's like death taxes, Mahomes in the AFC playoffs. So <laughs> this Buffalo team... Like, it's also the franchise to start. The franchise to start. Like, Buffalo, you just always assume that, like, right when you think they're going to get there, they don't. And 
I know Josh Allen has played considerably better in the second half of the year. Like, remember at the start of the year when people were talking about, like, oh, is Allen, did Allen peak last year? Like, let's relax. Right. Like, he's fine. And they did the same with Mahomes as well. And and that game earlier in the year where I think it was 38 to 20, that was not the same Kansas City team. And I think it's very tough to beat a team of Kansas City's caliber twice in the same season. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs to win. I'm not confident on it. To be honest, I'm not going to bet this game. Like, I'm just going to sit back, enjoy my Sunday night, not sweat over it, and just watch a great football game. But if I had to lean one, I would go Chiefs, like, 34-31. I I think it is going to be very high scoring. I think it's going to come down to the very end. But it's just so tough to bet against Mahomes in the AFC because he's done it the last number of years. And I do believe whoever wins this game is going to be heading to the Super Bowl. So... Yeah, I think it'll be way over the Bengals' head, whoever they face after this. After this, okay, not too much, too much confidence. Can you uh, imagine a Bills Bengals <laughs> AFC Championship? I wonder how much money you would have won at the start oh, of the year for geez. picking that. Oh, geez, uh, whoever sent in the picks of uh, of anybody Bills Bengals into the Super Bowl would have a chance for that Drew Pearson signed helmet, though. Just just putting it up there. Whoever has that, I think uh, I had Kansas City Green Bay. I don't I don't remember. That, that's who you had. That's who you had. Yeah, you and like seven others. Uh, but well, yeah, but, yeah. What do you think? Course. I'm gonna go against it? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would. I I mean, I picked a I picked a Dallas Cincinnati, and and that's not that's not coming to fruition. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, I again, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills are winning in the fourth quarter. I just, I think a clutch drive by Mahomes puts it away. Um, but Buffalo had a great year. I mean, they 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 started off slumpy. They came back. Josh Allen's probably been one of the hottest quarterbacks. And even last week, I mean, the nonchalant back of the end zone pass to Dawson Knox to start the game was just brilliant. He was just like, oh yeah, it's done. And <laughs> touchdown. It's like, what? and no matter what, Buffalo just needs to go and draft a running back now. Because that's what their offense is missing. They they just need Singletary and Moss are not it. Matt Breda, like, go and get you a rookie running back. Maybe not in the first round, but in the second round, get a quality running back. And then your offense is going to be more dynamic. Because we see the difference between Kansas City with Hilaire and without him. And it's a big difference because of what they can do. And I think you would see that with Buffalo as well. Yeah, I completely agree. We got a question from the comments. That's from Kurt. All right, where do I get the snacks? I misheard, I think. All right, creationsnack.com. Matter of fact, I'll even poke a visit to the page just to uh, just to take a look real quick. Uh, that's where you can get that candy. You can enjoy the Creation Snack candy. A lot of people love the Blue O's, uh, the Sweet Blue Victory O's. Um, let me share my screen and show you that. Um, but uh, they're good. Like they've got a, a a sweet and sour mix to it, like a sour patch kid. Um, but you can go here to Creation Snack. You can go to the Creator Lines or the Creator Snacks and scroll down to one of the beasts. There it is, Sweet Blue Victory BCMG Snack Line. Starting off with the first candy, um, a BCMG inspired sour blue raspberry gummy ring. Right here, CreationSnack.com. Um, I will plug this link. Let's see if I can even plug it into uh, the comment section so you can check it out. Um, it's good. It's really good. And what, what you're doing is you're just plugging that back into your favorite content creators at BCMG. So if that's something that, uh, you love to do or something that you, you support, whether it's smash the game and coach Pina or even mama bear, uh, we appreciate you go check that out and, and, uh, and have those come over straight to your, straight to your house and enjoy the playoffs this weekend with some creation snack. There's also some other really great stuff on there and the code works for everything. So 
creationsnack.com, one of the brilliant partners of BCMG. All right, guys. If you haven't heard of Baby Bowl, you really should. Rob Norton puts on a great, great Baby Bowl. Um, what is it, Ernest? Oh, well, you know, it gives back to uh, charity, and, and you, you you submit a lineup every week. Well, um, last week we finished in 11th place, which is kind of high. We, we suck at this. So my Baby Bowl lineup consisted of Dak and Amari Stack, which worked out for me. Um, but I figured they'd be still playing. Uh, I'm glad I, I used it then. Um, and a couple others. But I want to get your opinion, Kenny. I'm going to go in this week, and I think this is the week to use the stars. I think you don't know who's going to win this weekend, right? So I'm going to use the stars that I have and 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 write out. Remember, once you use them once in the playoffs, you can't use them again. That's the rule, okay? So of the players I have left, Okay, I am going Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams stack this week because I think they are going to have a week to remember. And I don't know if I trust them going either against the Rams or Tampa Bay or even in the Super Bowl as much because it's going to be a lot of turnovers, a lot more defense. I have Derrick Henry in here once I hear the 100%. If I hear he's not 100%, I think I'm going to move him. I haven't played Joe Mixon yet. I didn't get a part of that last week. I'm going to play Joe Mixon in case since he loses. And I'm playing Jamar Chase. And I think both of those are going to be used quite heavily, almost similar to the Chargers. Stephon Diggs, because I don't think they're winning this week, and I want to use a star. And then Travis Kelsey, because there's other tight end options to go forward if I need to. Where are your thoughts, and where should I be leaning or thinking about changes other than probably the obvious in Derrick Henry? I think you should be thinking about who you think is going to get eliminated this week because you're going to want these guys moving forward. Like if you if you have faith that Rodgers and Devontae are playing next week, I'd pull them. Like like I really would. And I think of a guy like Debo. Did you use him last week? Used him last week. So I placed high. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. But I mean, that's what not about there. using Kittle over Kelsey? So I think I no Kittle's still there. So you think Kittle against Green Bay is a, a pretty good bet? I, li- I like that one because I think if Kansas City's advancing, you want him later on. That's true. That's true. I just feel like they didn't use Kelsey. I mean, there wasn't like a I have to use Kelsey type of game last week, and there's always one right after the other. So yeah. I feel if they, if they use Kelsey this week, then he's not going to be that factor in the AFC, but he could be a factor in Super Bowl. So I guess I could see that right down the line. But a Kittle, he may not have it tomorrow. So you're absolutely right. I I think you should also look at it as Buffalo is probably the best defense that they're going to play in the AFC moving forward. Because if they advance, they're going to get Tennessee or they're going to get Cincy. So their secondary is weaker. I would also probably look at instead of like the Diggs or instead of the Adams and Rodgers, maybe go the Allen Diggs. That was my next question, right? That was my second option. I kind of because if we're that. assuming that Buffalo's done this week, save Green Bay for the following week. They're still at Lambeau. I I, I think it, it's a better move for you to have the Allen Diggs because you're assuming that they're going to lose this week. So if you have to take Adams off the board, who are you replacing? See, for me, Tennessee's not winning, but for many, AJ Brown. Do you put do you do you trust Brown? Do we have Brown as that? Is he healthy? I, I think if they're gonna have any hope on Sunday, they're gonna use AJ Brown because they haven't used Julio. So if you're assuming that they're losing, then that also means they're trailing and throwing the football, which means Tannehill's gonna be looking Brown's way. So maybe you go Josh Allen with AJ Brown 
And then you have Kittle in there. Who are some of the other ones that you had? So right now we have the Allen Diggs stack. Yeah. We have Jamar Chase and AJ Brown. If 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 you're assuming that since he's going to win, then you should probably reconsider Chase. All right. Let's if, take a look if you're at assuming receivers. that since he's winning, because if it's the Cincy Kansas City that you think it's going to be, remember what happened. What Jamar Chase did to Kansas City last time. Like he blew up against them. So that what so let's let's backtrack a bit here. So there's not a ton of like stud receivers, right? Cooper Cup, did you use him last week? Yeah, I used him last week. That's why we're up there. Odell? So, no, Odell's still here. Maybe use Odell over Chase. If you're assuming that the Rams are gonna lose. That's a good point. So we could go that route. Again, my other gut is what if I'm wrong on Cincy, right? And what yeah. if I'm wrong about the Rams? Now I have no Rams going forward, and I can't play Cincy receivers. So maybe if you are concerned about Cincy getting knocked out, if you use Higgins this week to kind of hedge your bet, and then if they advance, then you use Chase next week. I guess the question then comes, do I like Higgins against Tennessee more than I like Odell against Tampa? And I don't. So then I'd rather go Odell then this week. Okay. Okay. So this is where we're at. And we haven't even touched running backs. Quarterback wide receiver stack of Allen Diggs, Brown and Beckham as the other receivers. Kittles are tight end. I liked all of that. I'm keeping Mixon in. I think this is a Mixon week. So I'm going to keep him in there. Derek Henry. From all the reports and everything, it sounds like he's 100%. I think you play Derrick Henry. Uh, Henry, to me, is locked in, if you're assuming that Tennessee's losing. My running backs left would be Devin Singletary, CEH, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones. So I think I can run with that going forward. Of course, yeah. the invaluable Deontay Foreman will inevitably come in and sub for Derrick Henry eventually. The, the, because... there, is, there is one other way to look at it of, do you want to burn... Henry, because you are concerned about the fact that what if you're wrong about Cincy and you know that if they get Kansas City next week, they can run all over Kansas City. So what if you use Aaron Jones because he should be 100% now. He had the week off. He'll be going up against San Fran with a weak D line. And then if you assume that it's going to be Tampa next week, that's a terrible Aaron Jones matchup. Mm-hmm. because he's going up against one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So if you run Aaron Jones this week against a weaker San Fran, then you could get more value there. And then, you know, if you lose out on Henry, then, I mean, it's tough, but they're also the favorites in the game. So you could use him next week. But I could also run a Cam Akers next week if they end up pulling that upset off. Yeah, that is true. Or and I, I don't know why Sony Michelle's so high on here. I think I'm gonna run with the certains, right? Like I know they're both playing this week. So I think I'm gonna keep my running backs. I'm gonna run the risk running back wise, because I can always play a Gio Bernard too. Vulture, <laughs> a passing touchdown. I could see yeah. it. The AJ Dillons of the world. Um and of that course is true still- be- because there is also because Aaron Jones has been hurt, there is the possibility of next week you get Rams, Packers, Jones still isn't feeling 100%, so then Dylan goes, and then you could still get production from him. And to think about it, this is where the majority of the points are going to come from anyways. Once we get to the Super Bowl, you can't predict the two teams perfectly, right? Let's say there's upsets. There's not going to be a ton of players left to choose from for everybody. So I think you're winning 
this baby bowl fantasy playoffs this week, last week, and probably for some next week. And then the fourth one is just kind of a top off. That's my opinion. You just want to have a couple options available to you come Super Bowl time. Because the thing is, you're running Allen Diggs this week. Okay, if that doesn't work out and next week it ends up being Cincy Buffalo, well, you still have Joe Burrow. If it's Tennessee Buffalo, you still have Ryan Tannehill, right? And you still have some weapons in there that you can use and stuff. So so I think that's kind of the way to look at it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping... Allen doesn't throw three picks and fumbles twice this week in the loss. I'm hoping he he's a stud. Well, we're I'm assuming that it's it's a, a high scoring game, so I don't think right. that uh, right. you're right. in too much danger with Allen. Well, I love it. I love it. That's perfect. I'm going to submit that lineup. That is our baby bowl fantasy lineup. We're going to end with what you guys are all here for. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to end with some Cowboys conversation. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Uh, this was the headline, Dak Prescott thanks fans for throwing their performance at refs, and the Cowboys do everything to lose to the 49ers. Their performance is just a synonym for trash. That's what I meant to, in the headline. Uh, you're supposed to read into that. Uh, so so uh, that is uh, the headline for Dallas. Uh, Kenny, your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys in the future? I uh, I've seen a lot of like weird takes on Twitter, like, like terrible Twitter takes. This would have been a good one if Steve was a Cowboys fan, because I've been seeing, you gotta, you gotta get rid of Amari Cooper because you need to free up the cap space. I've seen you, you shouldn't have Pollard if you have Zeke, like, like I've seen everything this week. I mean, let's face it on Sunday, they were not prepared for that football game. Like you don't take that many penalties if you're prepared. A lot of them gave them first downs. Like we don't even we don't even get into that QB draw that Dak slid five yards too late on. We don't even have that situation if they just don't take dumb penalties. Right. Yeah. There was and a 38 yard catch and run from CD Lamb wiped out. What's Called sad is Jerry will never part ways with a coach that he likes. Like it eventually just hit a point with Garrett where it was just like, damn it. Like I I have to fire you, but it was, it took years. Keep in mind how many years we were pleading for him to fire Jason Garrett. Five years, five years. It's not going to happen with Mike McCarthy. He's going to be back next year. So we have to make do with that. They need to address the O-line by getting one O-lineman in this draft. So when Tyron Smith inevitably gets hurt for the 50th time in his career, that we have a suitable replacement for him. And then I think you just come back next year. We know Zeke was banged up. Get him 100%. If he's not, then get the ball to Pollard because Pollard was our best running back this year. Dak will be fine. The offense will be fine. CD's still very young. We probably won't bring back Gallup, but Wilson played well. So he's kind of going to be that third option now. We like Dalton Schultz. He's a free agent too, though. True, but, but that's probably a... One that you would like to bring back if you can. Cheap, too. Cheap. So, I don't know. This team is puzzling because all the pieces are there. Yeah, that's that's the that's the biggest disappointment, is that there really is not a hole. Like, there is not a... It's a, hey, psyche, it's a psyche situation, though, because really what do you hear all week? Dallas is at home in a playoff game, favored, and everyone's like, I'm betting San Fran. Taking San Fran. Taking sure. San Fran. San Fran even even Cowboys fans like as soon as I saw that San Fran matchup I was like I hate it I hate it I, I don't like it at all 
So, yeah, it's it's a tough situation for them. I want to see what moves they can make. Parsons going into year two, it sounds like we're not bringing Vander Esch back, despite the fact that he made probably the tackle of the year for us on on the weekend. So, I don't know. They, they need to go out. The, the pass rush is fine. They need to stop getting beat on so many deep balls. I know Diggs gets a lot of picks, but he also gives up a lot of big plays. And you just bring it back next year, whether we have Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore is yet to be determined because they're going to be going on these coaching recruiting visits. And so we'll have to see what they end up doing next year. But the pieces are there to do it. They just have to get out of their own way. I completely agree. There's a couple of people you just don't bring back. And we'll just start off with this. Uh, There's this guy that's in UT right now. Uh, that declared for the NFL draft. This is where you start, guys. His name is Dicker the Kicker. Dicker the Kicker. He's a clutch kicker out of UT. You go sign this kicker. He replaces Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg is done. He's dead to me at this point. There were so many games that could have been different this year. Dead to me. Uh, Dicker the Kicker is going to be probably a fifth, sixth-round pick. He's probably one of the best kickers coming out of college. This is the guy. This is the guy, number one. Number two, I don't think you can bring everybody back. From what I understand, there's 18 free agents on that are going to be on there. You can only sign seven or eight with the cap space. Uh, priority for me, Curse, uh, Wilson, uh, and and any of the other players you can fill spots. From what I understand, we're bringing back from Hard Knocks that uh, huge uh, Mexican lineman that we had. I uh, forget his name. Oh, I can't uh, remember, but he, he's Ruiz, he, maybe. He's like a no, it's not Ruiz. That's a boxer. Uh, whoever it was, fantastic. Like, bring him back. Let's see what runs with that. Terrence Steele is not the answer for a long term solution, but he is a good replacement swing tackle. I'm okay with that. Um, offensive lines, something to address. Um, I don't think you need playmakers anymore, but you need continuity with the offense and defense. So we're at the see. Uh, what do you do about Zeke? Torn PCL and, and he played on it. Obviously, they knew about it. Um, and obviously we knew something was wrong. There wasn't burst anymore after the injury. Right. So, um, it just hurt the football team that the, there's did. playing, there's playing through an injury and then there's being unable to perform and still playing because torn PCL sit it out Pollard. And, and I know like he's been the one that, that got paid. He he's the one that's supposed to feed Zeke, you know, but if you're not good to go, why are you hurting your football team? It was so obvious that there was something wrong with him for a long time. And everyone's like, well, Zeke's just washed. No, Zeke's hurt. And and he's just refusing to go down and saying, you know what? I need to go and have surgery and get back to 100%. Now I'm playing on it, probably making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we should probably get a kicker too, because Greg the leg isn't it. Yeah, he's done. I uh I completely agree, and I bet you it's Jerry and and Mike really just saying we got to ride Zeke with that contract. We can't be look like fools. Get him carries, get him the progression, make him a thousand yard runner. It's got to be. Well it's done. all perception, but the perception to me is you haven't won a Super Bowl. Like that's a that's a perception, and you've got a talent, and there's a very small window with this talent. So yep. you can't bring everybody back. And Micah Parsons going to cost you money. So you need to you need to you He's need to use that window. You. He's going to cost you NFL record money. Yeah, Parsons and Diggs are gonna cost you money. You're either gonna get rid of one or you gotta get rid of somebody on offense. The Amari situation's gone, then if you're gonna keep both of them. That means you gotta find wide receiver talent now. 
Like there's just so much you have to sacrifice to go. And we just had the talent this year. I think that's what's disheartening. I don't want to uh, beat that horse here. Um, so uh, Kenny, a lot of people haven't seen you in a while. And maybe some are going to be listening to this and saying, who is that again? Where can they find you and your show? Jeez, I, it's been that long that I've been on here that people forget who I am and where I'm from. <laughs> well, I'm the two-time ITL Pick'em champion. Oh, my gosh. Two-time, the the back-to-back. Uh, but you can follow me at shooters underscore pod on all social platforms. Got my basketball podcast over there. Also co-hosting another basketball show, Breaking the Game. Host a lot of shows over at Off the Ball Network. I have my new betting newsletter, which goes out daily on Substack. I uh, excited to announce our, our latest sponsor, which is bet 99, which is a Canadian sports book up here in Canada. So very excited about that, but it has been too long of me not appearing on ITL. I'm hoping to be on a lot more moving forward, probably a couple months from now, once I'm post wedding, uh, as we are getting into full swing of, of doing all the preparation for that, but, Oof, uh, very, time, so. very happy to be on tonight, uh, and looking forward to being on way more in the future. Kenny, you made my night probably going to be a 30-minute episode, but adding you in, we get to actually have some fun. Uh, Kenny Cottero, everybody, at the Shooter Shoot Pod on Twitter. Uh, check check him out. Check out his content. And as we get into uh, – thank you, Coach Pina. Co- Coach Pina, just so dedicated. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the love. Uh, BCMG Stream Team. Uh, when it comes to uh, Kenny and I, we're going to be really going at it when it comes to NBA time because right after the NFL playoffs, Kenny and I kind of shoot everything into these NBA teams. And, boy, am I excited to talk about the Rockets. Excited to talk about the Lakers, which we may be trade partners this week. I'm excited. You, you, you guys are screwing me right now by having an actually good game, and I'm not a big fan of it. So if you guys could uh, relax against the Jazz, that would really help me in my and, newsletter out. Wow. Well, I, I, I wasn't able to use this tonight, but I get to use it finally uh, because Kenny has committed a crime that is right. He has spoilers. Spoilers on the line as he gives up that the Rockets are playing a good game tonight. I am pissed now <laughs> that he has given that up. Spoilers, Kenny. Spoilers. Uh, just kidding, man. Thanks, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, guys, creationsnack.com. Glitch Energy with a Y. Glitch with a Y. Energy.com. Use code BCMG at checkout. That goes right back to our show. Goes right back to our company. Uh, and really appreciate all the support throughout the years. And, and for the last couple of weeks as we've been putting our podcast back on with some episodes. So uh, good luck this week with your bets. You heard our picks. Uh, rewind and play again if you didn't. But uh, Kenny Cottero, thank you again for being a part of tonight's show. And everybody, good luck. Have a great and safe week in San Antonio, especially for those in San Antonio, freezing snow tonight. So good luck. That Texas snow vid's back. So uh, thank you, guys. Be safe. That Texas snow gets bad. <laughs> You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.